for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culture PlayStation podcast for 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years. And that game is making by one. Thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, come and check out our socials. Discord, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, X. That keeps throwing me off. It's still a shit name. Change it back. All those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopculturist. We can watch us record this show live. We can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this position pod. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you watch us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. And if you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopculturist, as well as our merchandise to popculture.com slash shop. We can buy shirts, other assorted shit with our logos on it. <sighs> Good start. Yeah. How y'all doing? Hope you're doing well. Yeah, you know. I'm all, I'm all right. I'm yeah. doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. No work for three weeks. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. So, uh, update for, for Max's situation. Uh, misses his wife is about to explode with uh, Chungus. Zinnor so, style. For those that may not have, may not have heard previous episodes, because we always start our episodes with like, hey, how are we doing? What's the updates? How's life going? Uh, Max's wife, uh, Ali, she is incredibly pregnant uh, with with their son. Um, and as he's forcing her to get drinks for him, it's cruel. Um, yeah, so, and like, she, she, has, she has the diabetes. And as a result, uh baby uh, uh baby chungus is in fact chungus he is just growing like a motherfucker and he ain't slowing down so he has to be uh, yanked out like a, just shy of a month early mm. but he's gonna yeah. come out like 510 um and look exactly like max it's gonna be incredible uh yeah so do you remember um you know those those charts that they give you and like the the curve of, of where, where they <laughs> yeah yeah, the cross is not even on the graph. It's like a <laughs> He's in like the 105th percentile. He is literally an anomaly. Yeah. The eighth wonder of the world, Chungus <laughs> Cooper. Yeah. Have you decided on a name? Nah. He's coming out but, in like two days. It's a bold strategy. Yeah. So Max yes, and I have been fucking around. He might, come, he might come out and look like a fucking Doug or something. Who knows? That's true. Like James was... He was Oliver until the day he was born. Then in the morning, I'm like, no, he's James. But yeah, so, because obviously Max's other kid's name's Hadley. We've talked about her on the show before. And Matt, Max pitched to me. He's like, I think we should name them Bradley. So we get Brad- Hadley and Bradley. I'm like, that is horrible. I love it. I endorse this. Ali was not pleased. Uh, <laughs> how is the Bradley debate going? Though? And, and we- apparently there's already like a famous Bradley Cooper. So it'd be really weird. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh i was more focused on the rhyming than the actually being a bradley cooper thank you that is awesome well done well done 
Actually, that's a very good point because Cooper is a much more common surname than Betson, right? So, like, I could have named my kid fucking anything, and no one would be like, "Oh, that's like that guy." I don't think there's like that guy. There's there's no famous Betsons, including me. There's none. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> you fuck. But yeah, how, outside of how how how's how's things been? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, are are you prepared for a second child? Like, not at all. Yeah, cool. Not at all. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. Things will happen. We'll see. Anything else to report? No, not really. You know, work's been pretty chill. Obviously, I got the next three weeks off. I trained my replacements while I was uh, this last week. Yeah. Um, Other than that, yeah, not not a whole lot. I fucking burnt myself real good the other day. I dropped a pot of boiling water on myself. That was Uh, fun. On on yourself where? Because when someone says on yourself... That implies like, the junk. Nah, I wish. I got like a red mark <laughs> like that. <laughs> Wait, where'd you get it? I got a red mark like this big on the on the on the side of my yeah on the side of your. So I, went, so I went to I went to like tip the pot out because yeah. we've got fucking stone pots. They're all hot the, the whole time. Yeah, and the the tea towel slipped. And I grabbed the hot pot and I dropped it. And then I'm like, oh shit, I can't drop it. I need to try and save this. So I re, re-grabbed and like put my body into it. And I somehow caught it between like my chest area, <laughs> my, my, my bod and the fucking side of the sink. And then just fucking boiling water went everywhere. It was horrible. So I got this like nice pink bit. <laughs> Or a nice pink bit. Yeah, you do. Yeah, sure, I had something nice similar like a thousand years ago. Like I had a, a, a tray and I grabbed it with the, with like a tea towel because I didn't grab a mitt like a dickhead. I went, oh, that's a bit hot. I'm going to put it in my other hand. Other <laughs> hand had nothing in it. And it wasn't mean like, it was like, oh, that's kind of hot. I should move it. Not thinking, oh, I'm burning myself until I fucking grab the hot tray with my unprotected hand, which I did severely burn my hand. Well, have, was- you, have, you, have you seen that video of like, there's a parent holding a hot tray. She's like, here, could you take this? And the child goes to put the hand underneath it. And she's like, it's, it's hot. Can you take this? The kid's like trying to go underneath again. And she's like, it's fucking hot. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> That's me. I, like, I'm, I'm a fucking idiot. Like nine times out of ten, I'm an idiot, and like that proved it. See, like you, ha- you were smart. You had the tea towel, and then you fucked it. But like, you know. Well, it has it has its own like like little fucking handle mitts, but I couldn't find them, so I'm like, fuck it, I'll just use a tea towel. <laughs> and then after I burnt myself, Ellie's like, they're right there. <laughs> like, ow! You know, get these mitts out of the way. I need some water. Like, oh wait, there they are. Yeah, I'm fine now. I was really shitty for like five minutes after the fact because I'm like. I'm such an idiot. I was more angry that I like fucked up than it's more embarrassing than painful. Checks out. <laughs> like the, the, emotion, like, the emotional like, damage like, is way worse. Like everyone's sitting at the kitchen counter, like right next to me. I'm just like, just don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I'm fine. It's the, the <laughs> shame is worse. That is true. Yeah. Like, yeah. Be, like doing idiot things is bad, but like the shame that comes with doing idiot things so much. Worse. Yeah. What about you? Any any like mis- any kitchen mishaps this week? Um, no kitchen mishaps. I don't feel. You went? Did you did you end up going trampolining this weekend? Did you like fucking blow your back out again? <laughs> trying no. to be younger than you think. You no, are? I didn't go to the, the trampoline place. I took my kids to the pool instead, thinking um, this might be slightly better. So, <laughs> so instead pretty... you drowned. <laughs> so I look. I think I've like properly fucked my shoulder from the last oh, one at the trampoline place. Dude, I did that this morning lying on my kid's 
bed the wrong way. Mm. Like for like an hour and a half, I was in so much pain. I could lift my shoulder above my like shoulder. So I, so the muscle that goes from like the one that goes over, like over your shoulder, like down and then connects to your tricep and your bicep, right? That is fucking murdering me consistently. Um, and then I think, I think it's also in here, like the muscle that, con- that connects your pec to that shoulder muscle, like doing just that fucking drills. Um, I don't know what I did to it. I'm pretty sure it's from, from tussling the trampoline. And that was what, two weeks ago, two weeks ago. Yeah. Three weeks ago. And it fucking hurts still. Um, so I went to the pool. I was like, James, let's go trampoline. I'm like, oh, what if we go to the pool? We haven't gone to the pool in forever. And I think, think, think I could do some like hydro work under the pool, but like, oh, like try stretch it out and rub it and yeah, rub it in the pool. Um, try work my shoulder, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but no, it still fucking hurts. And I, I'm going to have to go see someone because it's like, I've, I've tried, I've gone to the gym. Like I've tried to like, you know, work it out. I've tried to like, you know, resistance band it, like massage it. You know, those fucking vibrate deep tissue thingies and yeah, it fucking hurts. So like I've done something and I probably should get it looked at. That's expensive and I'm lazy. And I'm going into state next week, so gonna have to wait. Your business trip experience. Business trip. Yeah, well, oh, I've done my shoulder doing business. <laughs> um, but other than that, yeah, not my, much. My, my carry-on luggage is too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, other than that, not much. Had the kid this weekend, as as I was alluding to. Got my hair cut. Looking get a tramp. Get a trampoline for your place. That's true. I do, I just, could get your bumbling here. Just mark and place that shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It could work. I'd say rest and, and, then, and then your kid will never want to use it and still go to the trampoline park like yeah 100% does. because those trampolines are way fucking cooler uh, mute in the chat goes I say rest and don't use your shoulder well thankfully I am right handed so the left shoulder doesn't have to get as much work um, but it's one of those things where I, like, I find myself I'm like I'll get up and I'll use my hand as a brace and go oh or I grab a pot that's not full of hot water and go oh fuck and then realize I'm an injured ass old man um, that's the big part of it, but yeah, I don't know. I still go to the gym and stuff and I'll just won't work it as, as much and whatever. But what I have been doing though this week is I've been playing a fuckload more games. Now I don't know what it is. I have a feeling that I know, ex- I, I think I know what it is. And I think it's the answer is Starfield. I think that is what has kicked me into gear. The anticipation, the hype, like all the little things that were like, the the, the 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 greater fervor of of uh, of Starfield is what's kind of in, reinvigorated me to play some games a little bit. So we touched upon it a little bit last week, but now I've played it as well. And weirdly enough, I don't fucking tell anyone, but thanks to the team over at Bethesda and uh, Power Up <laughs> PR, we'll provide a review code of Bethesda uh, of, of Starfield. So no, that's uh, it. You need to you need to hand in your resignation. Nah. You're no longer allowed to. You're no longer allowed to uh, cover Sony related content. That's it. You're, you're off the team. Well, that, have you seen the whole thing with like uh, yeah, Alana that's Pierce? The joke. That's the joke. Yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy. I mean, she's yeah. way more successful than we are. Oh, incredibly. <laughs> and like, she actually works for them. We're just fans. Um, but no, it was, it was funny. I shot them and uh, it was day before release, like full release, not the pre, not the early release. I sent them a mess email. I was like, hey, like shoot my shot, but we feel it would be a disservice if we don't cover this game. And yes, we're a PlayStation podcast, but I think that's part of the gimmick is that like, this is one, this could be, a very similar to Baldur's Gate, like a genre-defining game, 
a generational defining game, you would have to be an idiot to just blatantly go, well, it's not on the console I like, so I'm not touching it. Like, don't be a fucking moron. Good games are good games. So I shoot my shot and they went, yeah, man, fuck yeah, here you go, have fun. So I've been playing it on Steam, playing it on my, on my sexy new PC, which is incredible. Playing it on Ultra, by the way. <sighs> Shout out to my computer. Um, it's fucking tits. So that's a good game. <laughs> so you so you, so you played like, you've, you've pretty much de- dived into some other games in your little backlog this week. So you haven't touched it too. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. I think I played it for maybe an hour this week. Mm. Um, I've... I hit my Baldur's Gate grind pretty hard. Yeah, because you've had that for a little while, and you're like, I think you want to kind of want to see that through. So you've been given that. And we'll talk Baldur's Gate shortly. So don't. I'm, I'm also not in as much of a rush to play Starfield as you, because I purchased my copy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to shout out to the early access upgrade purchase through uh, Games Pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so to sort of add on thoughts um, from what Max said last week, as a Bethesda, uh, uh, so Starfield is Bethesda Softworks, um, uh, software, whatever, uh, latest release. The the marketing material says like 25 years in the making, which is kind of technically true. They've been wanting to have st- uh, like a space RPG for a long time. Um, yeah. And this is the culmination of sort of everything they've learned is their time as a studio. And in a lot of ways, I certainly feel that. And I agree with that. And I feel the opening of the game is really weirdly reminiscent of like a, a Fallout and a Skyrim experience. Have you, just before you get the too Jaffe? deep, just before you get too deep into it, have you seen that clip where, um, you know, at the very start of Starfield, once you, once you break open that first thing yeah. in the tutorial area, it goes to black. Yeah. And then it fades back in and you're on the back of a cart and he's like, <laughs> you finally decided to wake up. <laughs> what the fuck? Have you also seen the clip from from Jaffe? No. All right. So Jaffe has got some fucking PlayStation, Sony, Pony, Elite, fanboy motherfucker on, on a call. And the guy is like shitting on Starfield. This, that, mm-hmm. the other. And Jaffe very quickly twigs that this guy hasn't played it. And he goes like, but what do you mean? Like, what's your stance on them? Because the guy, he's like, have you played it? And he's like, yeah, I played like a couple hours of it. Like, oh, okay, cool. So what about that scene at the start where they make you burn all the bodies? Like, that seems a little bit fucked, doesn't it? And the guy's like, yeah, man, it was a bit fucked. But you know, like, it's it's part of the decisions that they make. And he's like, you know, I made that completely fucking upright. Like, everything you've said to this point is now invalidated. Like, go fuck yourself. It's incredible. And it's become this little meme. Like, it's so... I, I know Jaffe's a controversial figure. I kind of fucking dig him. I think he's fun. He's also ADHD as hell. He's a blast. Um, but yeah, so after I burnt all the bodies, um, yeah, it's kind of got this weird sort of, yeah, mixture of the opening is like, it does that sort of fade to, you know, coming, come in like very similar to, uh, uh, to Starfield, uh, sorry, to Skyrim. But then you, as you exit and you traverse, you come out into the world for the first time and you very similar to Fallout, you see the scope of it all and like this is fucking cool um and when you touch that fucking thing and you get the big space uh vision like admittedly the game from my experience so far now really it's only a couple of hours uh mostly because i've been playing a fuck ton of games this week um it is very pretty on my pc it looks great uh as of yet i've not experienced any major technical issues like really no hitching nothing like i'm very lucky that my pc is pretty beef at the minute so i was able to run it without too much of an issue like i'm finding the textures look great the lighting looks great faces look really great sometimes 
Um, like there are times where it's like, okay, well, it's not as good, but I can see where you're going. Um, like when they're intentionally focusing on someone, it's kind of like in, in, in a playable cutscene. Like you can really see the, the, just the crank up in fidelity. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the some of the things I am confront uh, confront is not the right word. I'm like, uh. And we discussed this last week with your first impressions. Is it's menu the menus? It's menus fucking everywhere. Um, so. Apparently, there's a mod for that. <laughs> what to have more menus? No, to like chill the menus out a little bit, yeah. streamline things. Look, I do like some. I do like me some menus. You know, menus are fun, especially like you know if you want to play good sort of RPGs. <laughs> but what we discussed last week with the idea of you go into a menu to fly to a system, and then you land, loading screen, land. Now, granted, playing on an SSD, loading screen's like three seconds, nothing. Mm. Boom, load up. Oh. I want to go onto the surface of the planet. Oh, okay, boop, boop, loading the, screen, the, you're on the planet the worst again. Is when you, the worst is when you accidentally go um, board ship instead of straight to your cockpit, and then you have to walk through your ship like a mm. chump, and then there's an extra loading screen. Yeah. Because you have to sit down in a loading screen. <laughs> yeah, and like... I'm I'm unsure why the decision was made. Like, once again, when when you've got, like, technology ideally like the like a good pc or presumably the series x um the loading screen should be of a minimum right now i'm not saying you should it should be seamless like i know there's a lot of comparisons to no man's sky and i do certainly believe that starfield (laughs) unquestionably is a much better game than no man's sky in almost every conceivable way um because rather than having an entire world that you can explore in half of it's nothing they at least section off an area of the world as we were discussing last week and you go oh cool i can see like it feels denser it's open world and i love a good open world compared to a full open world because you realize you're structure and build and plan and you know you get the illusion that you're doing all these big big expansive Mm. shit but it's really quite a self-contained little shoebox sandbox not shoebox um but then, yeah, the inability to, like, get in your ship and fly off and fly out. Like, even, even if you could manually do that and then hit a loading screen, it's, I think would be I th- better. I think, would you have that same problem had you not experienced it already in No Man's Sky? Um, would you have been like, oh, this is just the norm? Because not many games have done the fact that you can fly mm. out of and into separate planets. I think, look, I think even it, if there was the it, control to just <clears throat> fly a little bit, mm. like just be, be the one to flick the buttons and go, Woo, and then you, you, you choose to accelerate and then you hit a loading screen. That would be fine. Because it's, like, it, it's like one of those things, like once you've, once you've, once you've experienced something and it's, it's within that same genre and then the next thing you, 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 you know, you interact with doesn't have that. You're like, but why? Yeah that should be normal now yeah and because yeah it's like the nemesis system which seemed to have well, never jumped I, into anything I mean, after like, the next gta didn't have drivable cars you'd be like what the fuck this is this is ridiculous i look i yes i agree with you in that like i think if it, i mean that, to be fair that's a very extreme example but yeah. but okay so like, using that example though, and bouncing <clears> that as that is a okay using that as a principle right it's like going because in a game designed around space travel which is no man's sky and which is starfield and it's marketed as such as you can traverse the entire fucking universe anything that takes you out of said travel is a detriment so Mm. 
that's the key difference here. It's kind of like once again, if, if you if you were to say, yeah, if you were playing, um, I'm trying to think of a fucking game that that doesn't seem super like a super weird extreme. Uh, let me think. Let me think. All right. Okay. Here we go. Let's say you you want to play like a farming VR game, right? The idea uh, is something that I like. But you you want to physically fucking hoe the fields or whatever. But you put the VR headset on and you just look at the soil and press X. Then what's the point? It takes that immersion away. It takes from that immersion. Like I'm not saying the game is not immersive. Like when you're in it and when you're in the fucking zone and you're walking around Atlantis and you're doing all these things and you're meeting people and you're having conversations, you're like, "Fuck, this feels like a living and breathing world." Like every time I'm every time I'm not on my ship, it feels fucking rad. And then you yeah, do go into I, like su- you know outer orbit space and you can fucking shoot people and that's this. Me. This. I- I think the the hang up here, and this is how I've described it lately, is it's not a space RPG; it's an RPG in space. Yeah, and I think that's the difference. Yeah, it's not, the, the switching not it saying around. That that's, not saying that that's a bad thing. Like I'm thoroughly enjoying my time with it, but I'm enjoying my time with it when I'm two feet on the ground and I'm in, interacting with those players. I'm I'm shooting, I'm running, I'm gunning, I'm jumping, jetpacking. All that's great. The least fun part of this game for me at the moment is is the spaceship stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm not a huge fan of those space battles. I don't care for it. It's cool that they're there, um, and I appreciate the fact that they are there, but that's the least fun part of this game for me. For me, everything else, you know, travel, traveling, uh, getting to explore those different systems is great, mm. but the in-between, the getting from point A to B, especially in space, I think is its weakest part. Yeah. And, like, for me... When you're doing those space battles, I fucking love it because it's all about like, you know, it's, it feels very Star Trek in like siphon power mm. from this to that. Like fucking, you know, put the shields up to a hundred and bring down the speed. You know, you're like, you're doing that balancing act to be like, okay, well, I want to fucking make my gun shoot really well. So I'm going to have to drop my speed so I can't escape, but it's going to like those like flicking of switches, what it feels like. Mint. Love that. And, like, to be able to do that and go... And then, like, literally... Pl- Even if it's, like, you don't physically fly in through the atmosphere and land, but I make the conscious choice to fly into the planet and the game goes, coming in for landing, and then loading screen, and then you land. Or you go, I'm going to fly up, and you you hop in your, you hop in the ship, you pr- you know, you, you turn her on, you press your button, you, fi- you fire up all your things, hover... And then you get to choose, and you press the accelerator and you take it off. Like that little bit extra, I think would would correct the issue. Mm. And I, I know we're focusing on this because it is a very big nitpick. But in an RPG like this, where like the immersion is a big part, um, I think it's something worth noting. Now, not the immersion in the same as that fucking bald headed prick who's yelling about pronouns. Fuck you. Who cares? Um, you know, th- th- it's that little bit that kind of makes you go, oh backs you out a second when you can do fucking anything else like i said when you're two feet from the ground and you're walking around you can pick up whatever you want you can interact with almost anything you want like the idea of like hey what's that it's a fucking tray sweet yoink you know and then you can take it back and put it in your ship and place wherever you want and have much fun with it it's it's that little detail that's super weird but the story is intriguing me it it is certainly a slower start i i disagree with the slow start analogy i think it's a slower start but i think that's because it's kind of what it's building towards it's showing you the world like the mm. the benefit of fallout let's say fallout 4 you've got three other games 
that set up the premise. And even in the Elder Scrolls, in Skyrim, they don't have to explain the races, the characters, the the world, because it's all pre... It's, 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 it's a oh, presumption. It's yeah, the presumption is you have an idea of like who mm. the Nords are, who the Khajiit are, what sort of conflicts you'll see in a fantasy world. But in uh, here... Yeah, they have wares if you have coin. Yeah, they have wares if you have coin. Like, fuck yeah. All right, sweet. Done. Rad. Love it. Um sorry yeah they do but they do where here they have to prius like establish it right and go okay here it is this is why you're doing what you're doing here's the here's the preface blah 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 blah. and i have no issue with that i haven't seen any fucking creatures that aren't human yet by the way is that a thing i have in what they're off the top of my head like people i can interact with robots oh oh you mean like you haven't met any like in interactable non-humanoid creatures yeah. i'm like what's so up say, how have you not seen a non-human on this game yeah i mean walk up and go like, what's uh, up and it looks like that you know uh I like fucking space crabs you know and yeah it looks like the guy from omicron percy a8 and fucking futurama that's what that would be rad it's like i'm commander zer i'm like oh, hey what's up zer what's going on you know like, that'd be pretty cool but yeah look i'm enjoying it so far um i'm glad i'm playing it i'm glad i have a pc that can run it um i know it's for me it's like yeah cool game is cool game uh, just because it doesn't come to the box that we talk about on this show doesn't mean it's not worth our time um yeah and it's interesting like watching the internet right now it's either this game is fucking rad or hey this or some legitimately good critiques like we have right now um followed up with Fuck this game. It's the worst. Bethesda have never made a good game ever. Like, fuck off. Where were you, like, a have year you, have ago? You, have you run into any of, like, the Bethesda bugs? Uh, not, uh, not really, I, yet. I've only hit one so far, and it was an NPC I needed to talk to. It was just fucking flying in the air, and I couldn't reach him. <laughs> no, well, not yet. Was, well, I did it was quick save and quick load, and he was just standing in front of me where he should have been. But, like, that's always funny. Oh, dude, uh, it's... <sighs> It's interesting, like looking playing this game so far, it feels like a Bethesda game, which is good. But I do feel that's kind of not quite to the extent that Fallout Four, you know, was made in isolation and like mm. RPG game. Like The Witcher came out, even though I don't really like The Witcher myself. Like it comes out, and you go, and then Fallout goes, look at this, and you're like, yeah, but do you see what The Witcher did? Like that's a fucking good RPG. Like, that's an incredibly new and, and deep RPG. What you've made is a slight reset. You know, it's it's fine. It's good. But, like, comparatively, like, the fuck? You know, and I feel that there's some parts of Starfield that are that. Like, it's like, hey, what is a good RPG has moved and you've not kept up? Yeah. But in some ways, it's hitting a different bar. It's really weird. Like, you, you going back to the balancing of the ship, it feels like that's what they've done. Like, we'll, mm. we'll rebalance it. We'll keep a lot of the things that make it feel like a Bethesda game. And we'll ramp up some stuff that make it kind of feel like something new. But we'll keep some of the things that make it feel old and, cons- you know. And I mean, the main thing is at least the fucking gunplay feels good. It does feel better. The gunplay feels fucking rough. <laughs> Compared to Fallout, yes, it feels fantastic. Like, <laughs> I don't feel there should be vats in this game. That is no. a plus. Because in order to have accurate gunfire, you need vats in Fallout. Not so much here, which is great um but yeah one more to say like actually look so I, i've i've touched upon a little bit here max what's uh what's your thoughts on all this fanboyism 
at the moment. Like, granted, we have a platform that I guess can presume be part of that conversation. We have never really, um, you know, I literally have my allegiances on my sleeve, right? Like, I'm not fucking kidding. But it doesn't mean other other games don't come to other platforms. What's your thoughts on it all? Look, obviously this is coming from the very privileged position that we're in and that I'm in. I have all the consoles. Mm. So it doesn't bother me. I, I don't have that brand diehard loyalty that a lot of those super fans do have that, um, that obviously, you know, shouting the loudest on the internet. Console was dumb. Um, let people play and like what they fucking like. Who cares? Mm. Do I wish it, having played this game, do I wish it came to, do I wish it came to, uh, to our blocks? Yeah. Well, it's well that was the thing. Good. Remember it was originally it's, going to and possibly a bit exclusive. Cause it's fucking good. Mm. Um, am I shitty that Xbox now have a, like a really good exclusive game? No. No. We have heaps. Let them have one. Fuck them. Yeah. And because all for like, you know, for me, <laughs> I go, Cool. That means, like, the competition is back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, what's, what's I, I would also say? admit Compet- that this... Competition breeds fucking... Um, yeah, the, uh, lack of, the lack of competition breeds yeah. complacency. Yes, thank you. Um, but the challenge that I have here, and I agree it's a good step in the right direction, as this game has been in development for so long... I don't technically deem it a play a Microsoft game. It's not. It's a Bethesda game. Any game that Bethesda Software makes moving forward is a Microsoft game. Here's the big question: Are you playing it with an Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller? Because I know you're not using a mouse and keyboard. <laughs> oh no! I, I was using a mouse and keyboard, and then I'm like, oh yeah, Ethan gave me this. I should, probably should use it, and it's like a, a an Elite Two Xbox controller for those watching listening to the audio version. Um, this controller fucking rules, by the way. Yeah, I really want to get one. Oh my god! Like as much as I love my DualSense, and like, don't get me like don't get me wrong, I'm 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 here with 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 my Edge, yeah. but I really want one for the other team. But yeah, the fucking the weight of this controller, the feel of the sticks, the metal fucking directional button, the directional pad. Like if if it had if it had like, um, uh, tactile fucking buttons like that like like properly click buttons, this would be the best controller in fucking existence. I do love the offset thumbsticks. Yeah, that I can work with, I'm a, I'm but it confuses me. When it says Y, I'm like, what the fuck's a Y button? Um, that part. Are you, are, you, are you telling me you didn't install the monitor just overlay the <laughs> I didn't see that. And I was like, everyone's like, everyone made it into a fanboy argument, but it's not. It's like, well, no, if you're using a pleasure controller, like, wouldn't that be beneficial? Uh, what gets me is uh, going from like Xbox to Switch, like push B. I'm like, fucking which one's B? Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> But anyways, we'll have more. Like, we've been talking about fucking uh, Starfield for a long time, which is good because it's, it's a really good game. And I have, uh, we'll look forward to saying a lot more about it. But Max, the game that you have been playing this week and I finally started dipping my toes in is Baldur's Gate 3. So I picked it up a couple of days ago, um, the day it hit PlayStation. Uh, not the Lux Edition, like it's retail release. This fucking staggered release date's a bullshit, by the way. Um, now, Pay to play, baby. Was that? Pay to play, baby. Yeah, it's a bit rude. Uh, but look, I haven't done too much with it. I kind of just like made a very handsome uh, drow. I was like, mm, you're handsome. Impossible. 
Yeah. Oh no, you should see the chisel draw on this motherfucker. He's, he's good. Uh, I made sure you know I gave him. Uh, it was fun. It was well, it's like building a D and D character, but like not with the full creative suite of of a TRPG, but like for me who I have difficulty with TRPGs because of the too much choice. And where this goes, here is like, you can pick whatever you want, but here is your boundary. Here are your fences. As long as you stay within these fences, you're fine. And I'm like, sick. So I picked my character. I picked his fucking extras and blah, 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 blah. Made sure his pangus looked the way I wanted it, which was really nice. It was good, you know, just the right amount of bush. Um, you know, that was cool. Made his companion, going to the game. And like, I really enjoyed, I've really only done the sort of opening area. And you get off the ship. And it was uh, fun. So you've escaped the Nautiloid. Mm. So what class are you playing? Uh, ooh. I think mean, it's picked a fighter. I was, I, I went fucking basic bitch about it. So I was like, <sighs> I don't really want to, because I'm playing by myself. Like, I didn't want to have to then think, you know, have a character that's more of a support role. I don't want to fucking sit here and just spend the whole time healing non-playable characters. Like, if I was, if I was playing with a squad, I'd be like, oh, well, give me, let's, fucking pick something that can contribute to the team but it was just me i'm like well i'm just gonna pick the thing that punches the most the, the game lets you change class for 100 gold god damn it I i've changed i've i've changed classes like fucking 17 i spent so classes. long on that class selection screen being like weighing up my pros and cons and how i would play and what the traits were Fuck yeah. you, Max. That's fair. 100 gold, 100 yeah. gold. That's it. Done. But no, I really enjoyed, like, you know, the sort of the dialogue options and the and the play, you know, like where... Because I really, I really like characters where you can, like, persuade and a bit of charisma, you know, and that's what I get a, yeah. where I get a kick out of, of my characters, right? So, like, I intentionally kind of shifted things in that direction. So be able to go in and then like kind of lie my way through a little bit and be like, hey, there's a fucking brain that's trying to talk to you. I'm like, well, let me fucking, let me, uh, let me charisma this brain creature. And I did. And it was sick, you know? Uh, and Muko, so you good on your roles. I, I felt a couple roles and I, weirdly enough, like normally I kind of get like anxiousy about it. Like I was trying, when I played Disco Elysium and I fuck up a dice roll, I go, oh. Dude, I, I had this. I, say- I had this. I had this stereotypical dice roll last night. I'm like, uh, the check was a five. Yeah. I, I had plus seventeen to my roll. I had advantage. The only way I could possibly fail was to roll two ones, and I rolled two fucking ones. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, live and die by the consequences. Not yeah. safe. Scumming. See, for me, I would scum that because that's like, there's, I shouldn't. But like any other one, that's like the ne- the roll of the die. But like one where it's clearly should be in my advantage, I can work with that. <laughs> but yeah, obviously, as I said, like really early days, I got a lot more to experience. Um, what like where? Because you said you where are you at? So I start. I started and finished Act Two this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like I hit it hard. So I'm now, I'm now in the final act. That's um, exciting. Some turns happen in Act 2, which I was not anticipating. My character has gone in a completely different fucking correction, to a direction which uh, than I thought was going to take. Mm. Um, I got some fucking cool, dope, legendary weapon by making a, 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 making a set of player choices, which was awesome. Um, I may have murder-hoboed an entire town. 
because uh, that was a that was a choice. Basically, I had a little dude. He's like, I think you should kill this person. I'll give you something good. I'm like, okay, that sounds fun. And then all of a sudden, the entire town's like, fuck you, buddy. And I was like, fuck me, no, 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 fuck you. And I killed the entire town. Um, so that's a that's a decision I have to live with for the rest of the game now because there's no traders there anymore. So I can't Ooh. offload my wares. I've been over encumbered for like ages just teleporting around, the, <laughs> teleporting around the map because I can't fucking run anymore. Um, I changed my companions up a little bit. Uh, so my companions are essentially I'm running a healer, a rogue, and a and a, and a, a um, like a secondary wizard as my as my backup companions. Mm-hmm. Similar to you, I didn't really want to be the support role. Um, so I, I made a conscious decision to, to make sure I, one of my companions was a healer. Uh, she's pretty cool. They're, they're each of the characters that I'm, that I'm playing with, because obviously your companions are the origin characters that you can pick from at the start of the game. So each of them have their own cool little um, solo stories that you can play through at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very interesting. I've actually finished one of them completely. Uh, she, her... Um, her, her character backstory is fantastic, basically. Um, she was one of those holier-than-thou cleric paladin people, and I didn't think I was going to enjoy it or, at all, and it was kind of very dark, and it was cool. Really cool. Um, the, the thing I'm enjoying most about this game is the amount of agency I have as the player, mm. because literally everything is interactable. I can do so many different things. There's so many different ways to handle an encounter, you know, do I want to bluff my way through it? Do I want to charisma my way through it? Do I want to put my bag on the ground that's filled with explosives and fucking detonate and run away? There's so the many answer is different yes, ways. You have done that. You've told us that story. <laughs> There's so many different ways that you can tackle any given thing in this game um, that just makes it so much fun. And like, I'm playing three concurrent campaigns where things have gone like astronomically different each time just from one dialogue choice that's cool so like the town that i murder hoboed on my solo playthrough we fucking saved everyone on my other playthrough from just yourself, from one yeah, just from right. one just just from one dialogue choice so it's it's really cool and like there's things that i've done in act one that and that i'm now feeling the repercussions for in act three that's cool um i, I think the 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 biggest thing to also know, and they don't really do a great job of telling you, is during some quests, if you take a long rest, shit happens without your knowledge. Oh, that's cool. So, like, if you're in the middle of, like, saving someone and you're like, I really need to rest, I'll be back, that player could just be fucking dead when you come back because you've because you've peaced out to go and rest. I'm, I'm going to have, have a lie have down. Come back, stabbed core. Like, yeah, so... Um, Fantasy yeah, worlds forget- are fucked, man. Don't forget the game does it does go on without you sometimes, so it's yeah, it's cool. I'm having a blast with it. That's good. Yeah. Another game I'm having a blast with. Sea of Stars. Literally. I haven't started it yet. Yeah, really. Okay, so look, Sea of Stars is a game that came out on uh part of PS Plus uh this week. It's one of those day and daters. Um it's fucking sick. Like it's this really cool sort of like two uh 
pixely RPG. Very, very influenced from your old Super Nintendo sort of JRPGs. Uh, you play as either Zale or Zale, Z-A-L-E, uh, and Valerie. Uh, you are the, the the solstice warriors, you know, with one the power of the sun, one the power of the moon, and two, you have to go and prevent some fucking super magic destruction before the next eclipse. Uh, and then you have your mate Gal, who's this little, like, fucking dude who's, like, a non-magical being that comes with you. He's kind of your, like, party chef and cook and just all-around happy, positive fellow. Um, I did pop really hard for him at the start. So, uh, during the beginning of the game, like, he, you kind of get separated from him as you go off to your magic school and he stays back in your village. And then... Uh, the game sort of prefaces at the beginning like hey like fuck we, what why haven't we seen him like you know why wasn't he there to say goodbye to us when we left like you know we thought he was a friend so it sets up this sort of like hey how you became friends and then with the journey the adventure you went on and and then you going off to your school and and then you come out and then you're like oh man why the it's a fucking bummer what happened to Gal? and it's almost like is Gal gonna be the big bad like because that's cliche and then as you're out on adventuring, you know, out pop, pops out of a bush. It's fucking girl. And I was like, I literally in my lounge room went, yes. And like, no joke. I messaged Padge and was like, oh, that's Paul James from Play 2. Um, I was like, dude, I literally fucking got so excited when Gal turned out to be hiding in the bushes. And now he's part of my party and he makes me sandwiches. Um, Gal rules. Yeah. Cool. So it's a so turn-based little RPG feels makes me it makes me reminisce on the the game that i connect to in terms of jrpgs on super nintendo and for me it is uh mystic quest mystic quest legend which was a final fantasy spinoff um on the super nintendo um which i really had a lot of a lot of affinity for a lot of love for and can you stop messaging in the group chat max you'll fucking distract me with notifications (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> it's the end of the day. I don't. I have no Ridlin left in me. Any slight movement in my peripheral is get, making me go. Is making me go squirrel. And it's very hard to keep a cohesive thought. So, <laughs> I, I've, I've been I've been speaking for Sea of Stars for for a while. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised I haven't jumped into it yet because I'm yeah. I'm a huge this, fan of those big old. This seems like a very out. fucking max game, like especially with your love for like the. What I've just the got too much on my fucking. It's it's one of those things where I've just got too much on my plate at the moment. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get through Immortals still. I'm playing oh, Mortal's Gate. Too, yeah. I'm playing Starfield. Um, we just started playing NBA 2K24. Like it's just one of those things that because it came through PlayStation Plus as a monthly game. Oh, I can wait for that. It's it's yeah, it's that I can wait for that. I'll it's get the to devalu- it devaluation of games thanks to subscription services. But then again, I wouldn't have picked it up had it not been on PlayStation Plus. Had it not been on the service, and then I also got like the, hey, you should check this out, from Padge, mm. I probably wouldn't have touched it. But like, with it being free, uh, free, quote unquote, and I'm like, oh yeah. And then I'm like, I've actually been thinking about it like more than Starfield. Yeah. You know? Well, every time I turn my computer on, it says you're playing fucking Starfield. Oh, I'm not really? Starfield, sorry, I asked Steve Stars. Yeah. Unless you're playing fucking Miles Morales. Oh, well, yeah, because my kid is fucking smashes Miles Morales. Um, but yeah, he and I actually played Sea of Stars today. Well, we played yeah. it together. Because he was it was really cool. He enjoyed the exploring of the world and like there are some time-based systems. So rather than just like, you know, 
press attack and you attack them you if you time it right and you press uh x again you get a secondary hit you go bam bam and that allows for blocking as well so block isn't natural like if you take a hit you could just take it or if you time the the x right you'll block it and get reduced damage so i was doing the combat because i needed to get that timing right i was gonna get my shit kicked in um and make one of those attacks to hit, have that bit of extra oomph and the magic mm. is fun too um so yeah but no my, james got a kick out of it he enjoyed the world he like was, like was asking questions about the characters and and sort of all the things and that was that was a lot of fun um but that was really cool i enjoyed that a lot and yeah like i don't want to go too much in the story or anything for spoiler but i'm about three hours in collectively um it feels like it's been more but i know that i've kind of died and come back and you know all that sort of stuff but also i have a horrible understanding of like my time perception is fucked shout out to adhd um so like i feel like i've been playing for days but it's really apparently it's only been three hours which makes no sense um but yeah actually we'll jump into this now and then we'll back we'll finish it up with the mortals uh max in the chat mute goes whoa whoa you play nba 2k so yeah thank you to the team over at 2k australia and and their uh pr team here in uh, australia uh we will kindly provide a review code of nba 2k 24 so max who previously had been like both max and i have previously been like sport sport games are dumb except for the ones that i love which is baseball uh and then max is like sports games are dumb except for fifa's fifa's okay and then i think it was about and like NBA. yeah and then, FIFA and NBA. then it was about and like on, on the occasion madden yeah it was about eight months ago i think you went hey can you get up 2k to see if we can get a copy of two of 2k23 and i did i was like hey man to the who, an individual that's no longer there i was like hey what's going on like max has a random boner for, for nba he wants to give it a bill that's he goes yeah no worries whipped as a code and you went this is sick <laughs> and you kind of fell in love with it and then yeah. so when this came around i emailed him i explained i said look max has suddenly fucking turned the corner and he's deeply in love with nba Max is um, a real man. He kind of likes sports now. Uh, we need all of the sports games. Yeah. Maybe golf. Oh, Max is I fucking love golf games. So that's, yeah, golf and baseball are my two. There you go. But hell yeah. <laughs> Talk about the NBAs. So I haven't played much. So we received our code Friday. I think it was day of release of the yeah. game. I think it came out Friday. I installed it yesterday. Yeah, we were I've expecting played... to get it Monday because they're like, oh, well, you, you'll get a code Monday. Cool. So we planned accordingly. Mm. So, um, I actually had some friends over yesterday and we mm. played some fucking NBA. Oh, how awesome. Well, how traditional awesome. male of you. Well done. Um, so we were just, the way we play, we were just, I, I've literally only played the, the essential quick play mode so mm. far. I haven't dived, dived into that, any of that stuff. So the, the rules are you get three randoms. Yep. So you hit ran, you randomly assigned team. If you're not happy with that, you can, you can re-roll tw- two more times. Um, I stuck with my guns, got low 70s all the way through. My team sucked comparatively. I think I was playing like the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, Charlotte, yeah. Um, my friend was a significantly better team. <laughs> uh, I won because I knew the controls and he didn't. So. <laughs> technical win. Technical win. Um, Speaking of fucking technical win, complete sidetrack. Do you see the trailer for UFC? Uh, no. Like they've brought in like an in, like an extra sort of levels isn't, of technical knockouts, and the clip well, is just a dude decimating a fucking face, and the ref's well, like, "Yeah, stop that." Like, 
Isn't oh. this supposed to be like the first fucking M-rated UFC game? Well, the, the, UFC Undisputed back in the day was M on PS3, but like <laughs> that did not have the in-depth just face pummeling of that trailer. Back to PS3 NBA. M is not PS3 M is not the same as a PS5 M. No. I wanna play the yeah, fuck anyway, out of UFC. It looks back, so good. Back to NBA. Basically I've had the one guy on my team who could fucking shoot and I just kept passing it to him. He's like on fire <laughs> by the end of the game. He had like twenty-eight points. <laughs> so, he single-handedly carried me to victory. Gameplay-wise, it's essentially this, yeah. you know, and look, it, it's looking and running a little bit better than it was last year. But the, the bones, the skeleton is still, so far, the same. Mm. Again, I have only played quick play. I haven't, don't, uh, I haven't um, dived into all the new fun, fancy stuff. So I believe last year they did, uh, like Michael Jordan. You know, you go through, you play all his big moments. Uh, this year they're covering um, Kobe Bryant. Mm. Uh, so you have the Mamba moments. I think it. I think yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's correct. <laughs> um, so I haven't touched that yet. I've literally put maybe forty-ish minutes into the game. It's very early, but it's it's an NBA game. You, it you're gonna get what <laughs> you know. Sorry, in the chat, Muse like lol with the Hornets. Yeah, I don't think the Hornets yeah. is very few people's favorite teams. Yeah, no. So, uh, yeah, I'm having a blast with it. I'll dive into into it a bit more this week, you know, baby pending. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, sports games have always held one of those weird... I, I tend to not play, like, those solo careers. I definitely stay away from, like, those online fantasy draft teams. Like, that's never been my thing. I am just the, the pick-up-and-play guy, so as long as your systems are in place and feel good, it's going to be a win for me. Yeah, like, sport, like very similar to yourself, sports games have never really... Not being a big sports person in general, like, out, you know, I discovered my appreciation of sport culture as I got older, and I, you know, fell in love with wrestling. And, like, it's interesting, when I fell in love with wrestling, I instantly understood sports. I was like, oh, I get it now. Like, I get why people fucking care about players and teams and no yeah. unnecessary stats about people and wins and losses. And I'm like, oh, cool. I get it now. Right. Yeah. Um, so baseball, I really, I, I've talked about my love of baseball before. I dis- I discovered while working overnights at McDonald's back in the day. And I just like, it's just a fucking fun game. And it's one of the only games you can actively cheat and get away with it, which is really fun. And like the everyday bloke can do it. Like, it's great. You can see a dude that looks like me. Uh, so making me in, in baseball is sick because every dude's fucking husky. So, you know, the game is built for husky people. You can't make me in uh, NBA. You can't make you. You're too tall. You're too short. Definitely not too tall. <laughs> yeah. You're, I think, I think, remember you telling me, maybe in 23, you were like, I am literally four inches shorter than the minimum in this game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, like yeah, no, hockey, I, mean, I got a kick out of because I really enjoyed just hip, like, it's, it's, checking it's, people. It's funny. So, it, it's funny. So, in my hockey games, I want to be able to fight people. Yeah. In my basketball games, I want to be able to alley oop. Yeah. Like, yeah that's, yeah. that's my one stipulation. My soccer games, I want to be able to do fancy footwork tricks. <laughs> Uh, like I'm very easy to please in, in most of my sports games. Um, in 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 Madden, I just want to be able to throw hail marys real good. Yep. I give a shit about anything else. <laughs> see, see, NFL is literally chess on grass, and I'm like not smart enough to do it. Like I tried with Blood Bowl, which is just fantasy fucking NFL, and nah, I couldn't do it. I'm not smart enough. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's tight. It's good. Yeah. Awesome. 
I really well, wish I'd stop annualizing I, really next... I really, I think I've said it before. I really wish I'd stop annualizing them and just be like, just, just stop releasing a new game every year. Yeah, just, like, just make, make NBA two K, and then you you pay your, you still pay yeah. your fifty, sixty bucks. You pay your, year. your, you pay your, your, your yearly servicing fee, and you get all the upgraded rosters and all that shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And, uh, and that final game, because, like, fuck, we've been going along just on the games we've been playing this week. Holy shit. Uh, the one that we've both been playing is Immortals Phoenix. Uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. No, that'd be a bit old. Immortals of Avium. So, once again, thank you to the team over at EA uh, providing the review code for us when it launched. Um, admittedly, I was kind of in a funk. didn't really want to play anything. But admittedly, in the last two weeks, I've been fucking digging the shit out of that game. <laughs> I it was one of those ones where I just needed to be in that space. Yeah. And like, I'm there and I am all in. Like, I give a fuck about characters. I give a fuck about the world. I give a fuck that my magic is what I'm trying to save the world with my magic, but it's making the world hurt. I'm like, no, like I want to upgrade my fucking magic gun thingy. I want to make sure my whip is the best. I want to, you know, it, the game fucking rules. I care about the world. And like, you know, all these random characters whose names are incoherent. I'm like, I want to know about you. Yeah. Except for Devin. What a dope name. Devin. <laughs> Fantasy names up the wazoo. There's Kandak and Shismagor and Bully Bootida and then the Devon. He's the Clive of the Final Yeah, yeah Devon rules. <laughs> but I'm up, yeah, I'm up to like chapter six, I think. At the moment. Out of yeah, 18. I th- I th- yeah, I think I'm on like nine now. So I've just learned how to like fucking travel using the ley lines, which is like the little yeah. magic ripples around the world. They're sick. Yeah. and like i said oh today i was playing with my son like he and i played it for like two hours and yeah he really picked it up pretty quick which is a good sign of a game right if your six-year-old can suss out how to change weapons and what what's better uh, for what and jump and dodge and recharge and shout out to how, how, how'd you go with the with the boss on the bridge what's on the bridge like there's like there's like a short runway and there's a guy i think he had like a fucking big shield he was like doing the whole juggernaut rhino thing he'd just fucking charge at you you're supposed to like it was just after you learned how to stun people and it's like oh yeah he kicked my face in for like an hour before <laughs> yeah it's, uh, yeah it was one of those ones where james was grind 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 he's like dad i can't do it I'm like, yeah no worries here you go and i think i did it in like a couple of goes but um because same goes for like when you meet uh, what's his name? Shandark, Kandark, and a fucking when you got to fight his right hand and you bust it, you bust mm. them, and then they make this big old colossi, and you got to f- bust that too. Like, uh, that was pretty shit. That was pretty shit hot. But yeah, like it's just it's yeah. Like when they were like when we were discussing the game before it came out, and we we're like, this looks like fucking Doom. It does, and it plays like Doom. Yeah. In like the speed and the like veracity and you've got like you do not fucking slow down. Like do not move. Uh, do not stop moving. You're gonna switch and then as you see different shields, you switch guns. Um you know, you know switch magic I should say, and then you know, and then the way they intricate in sorry, what integrate that magic into the external world and you're like oh you know use this for that There's and this for that puzzles everywhere it's tits and like, i just constantly want to look around in fucking caves and shit to find like oh can i like green something and get and a vine comes out and i can cr- cross the vine like the game rules like it is most yeah. definitely not like 
an impeccable game. It's not like the same quality of like Horizon Forbidden West as an example, but the game fucking rocks. Like for yeah. what it is, it's really, really good. For a first release from a studio, yeah. it's, it's real good. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things. Like when when we're when we're in a time where new IP are few and far between, and even if they are, they're pretty shit house. This really is a strong start for something. Mm. Um, is there any other thoughts you want to add outside of that for models? No, not really. I, it's still it's still banging. I'm still getting chucking through it slowly. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Right. Um, been a long fucking show already. I haven't even done anything yet. So let's get in the session where we inform the players. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. Uh, nothing. See you later. Thanks very much. <laughs> uh, no. So E3 is still dead. Oh, that's <laughs> so there's good. not really there's not really any Sony news. Um, I think uh, obviously the monthly games are now live. Go check them out. They're not great. Uh, Saints Row, Generation Saints Row, Zero, Generation Zero, and uh, ah, the other one. I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to claim Saints Row while we're talking because I want to play it. <laughs> uh, so the ESA, the organization behind E3, have parted ways with ReadPop after 2023's show failed to get off the ground. As reported by GamesIndustry.biz, the two parties had signed a multi-year contract to collaborate on the industry exhibition in an attempt to bring it back to its former glory. However, with this year's show at no-go, the companies have made what they refer to as a mutual decision to cease their partnership. Good. Uh, this leaves E3's future up in the air to some extent. Plans for an E3 show in 2024 have not been cancelled, but according to the report, it will not be taking place at the LA Convention Center, which is its usual venue. According to GamesIndustry.biz, the ESA is working on a, quote, complete reinvention of E3 for 2025. A ReadPot, which runs annual events such as PAX and Comic-Con... And PAX off, e- by the way, one hmm. month! Fuck! Uh, they are done with E3, uh, but there doesn't appear to be any bad blood between the companies. Quote, we have enjoyed our time working with the ESA and appreciate the commitment to the games industry as a whole, says Reed Pops Games Events head Kyle Marsden-Kish. Quote, while we will not be involved with the future of E3, we look forward to seeing its evolution and where the ESA take it. So End this quote. is interesting. So I... So in, does E3 need to exist anymore no. in the current state of the games industry no the short answer is no um because this is the thing so e3 used to be it's a time right like it was it was that middle of the year where everything centered around this one week and you know we, you know games journalists fucking uh enthusiast press like us we would that that week was gospel right? that week was fucking the time we would take time off work we would stay up late we would cover conferences we would live stream them we'd you know sit here with a pen and a paper and fucking write notes and and do incredible breakdowns of it and stuff it doesn't exist anymore mostly because a we've got fucking digital showcase up the asshole um you know and companies now are more willing to make the message send out the message themselves mm-hmm. um which is dangerous because it means that they get to control the narrative if you know cool it's just more extension of marketing um but yeah, with all these other, with whether it be Jeff Keighley, who I think I think there's a greater concern you should probably should think about that he's the main one that does everything else, you know, like he does all the big all, like outside. Like E three was the one. Now it's Jeff Keighley and his shit. And I I haven't I used to have some issues with with Jeff Keighley, not him personally, but I mean, like, granted, GDC and um, Gamescom still existed during April. Yeah, Gamescom still and exists. Not, Tokyo not uh, Tokyo Game Show still exists. 
Like there are some of those big ones, like the Dice Six, uh, no, not Dice, not mm. Dice Awards. What's the other one? Fucking earlier in the year, whatever. Like there are things outside of E3, but they were all sort of secondary. E3 was the big one, and the nature of spread news, those events don't need to exist anymore. Simply put, uh, it's an old way of doing it that is that is trans that that does not translate. Because, like, for me, personally, one of my longest, my previous longest dreams ever was to go to E3. To be in the room and watch a PlayStation, a PlayStation Showcase live. You know, like, I dream. I, like, I dreamt that I was the, like, I, what if I was in the room where we saw Horizon, you know, that one, was it 2016, where we saw Horizon and Days Gone and God of War and Arkham VR and all these things in one showcase. And, like, I was watching it at home and fucking crying because it was so cool and amazing. If I was in that fucking room, that would be, a, it would be, a, like, a, a, a life experience. It doesn't exist anymore. Like, I don't give a flying fuck about showcases and stuff anymore because the world's changed and that, that appeal. And like, do I long that, that feeling? Yeah. Like I miss getting up at three in the morning and being excited and watching these things and it's just in there anymore. What about you, Max? What's your thoughts? I mean, it's just, it's one of those things of, <sighs> because it only had, because we essentially only got our news once a year when E3 was prevalent and to now we get showcases every other month it's it's one of those things where we're kind of spoiled for news whereas that that one week used to be when we got hit with everything and then we would hear nothing for another year but now we it, they kind of drip feed it to us mm. so it's not it doesn't feel as big anymore there's not that that build up of excitement there's not that uh, it, it was kind of like um it's christmas whereas now it happens all the time yeah yeah and it's like unless you're shiny unless you're a sony showcase yeah and like and they're the only ones i get excited for now mostly because like granted because even back then all these showcases in one week you're like oh man even when we did a playstation show all of these will impact sony in some way now i look at all these shows and i'm like eh they're probably not really going to affect Sony. It's fine. <clears throat> I don't have to rush to watch it. I don't have to be... Granted, maybe that's why I've gotten old and like just more cynical that I don't need to feel... that I don't feel the need to be in that conversation because I'll just be in the conversation tomorrow. The bigger concern is, is ReadPop is like <coughs> the major company in events, gaming events management. Mm. I don't know who else could jump in. I really don't. And that, that in of itself should be a concern. But speaking of, Paxos, one month from now. Holy fucking shit. I am so exceptionally excited. Now, Max, seeing as you were originally only going to come the Friday because... Uh, I'm still my plan to only come the Friday. All right, Friday. cool. So I'm pilfing your pass to give it to the missus. Yep, yeah, cool. So she can, so she can go th- uh, Saturday, Sunday. Um, yeah, you don't want to ditch your newborn baby. Yeah, no, I totally also forgot to ask for the fucking day off. It's th- that week is the week I'm going back to work from pat leave. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to like work some magic to get that Friday off. Yeah. I might just start work early and finish early. So instead of working like midnight till seven, I'll work from like six till one. 
Ooh. Yeah, if you can work and that, yeah, be and then, and, then I'll, and then I'll just sleep and then come up. Cool. All right. Smart move. <clears throat> All right. Cyber, cyberpunk me once, says Max. Uh, all we know for sure is that the game-changing 2.0 update for Cyberpunk 2077 seven? Yes. Uh, will be launching before the Phantom Liberty expansion, which is set for the 26th of September. That's this month. CD Projekt Red's community director, Marcin Mamote, Mamot, whatever, has said we're getting more 2.0 info next week. Quote, we should be able to share details about the 2.0 release date next week. Thank you for your patience. Why'd you put that quote in there, Max? It's exactly what I just read. Um, he said on Twitter. He didn't put the last part in Twitter. That was my... I mean, the difference is you just saying it is just, just hearsay. That this quote is now like fact. That's true. Yeah. You talk a lot of shit. Hence why we've been recording for an hour and 10 minutes and only just started. You're news. like, we don't have any news this week. It's going to be such a short show. I'm like, hold my fucking beer, brother. Uh, I've actually played some games. Yeah, man. I've actually <laughs> done some shit this week. Get fucking wet. Um, this is what 2.0 has in store, according to CG Project Red. But of course, they're full of shit like everybody else. Uh, redesigned skill trees and perks. Mm. Revamped cyberware and new capacity system. Ooh. Vehicle combat. Yeah, you can shoot out of a car now. Uh, car chases. Combat AI improvements. A new police system, which is good because it sucks. Uh, UI and UX improvements, rad. Loot items and crafting changes, sure. Ra new radio stations, yay. And much more, vague. Um, so these are the free editions. There are more editions coming that are part of the Phantom Menace Liberty thing, Phantom, whatever the fuck Phantom it was, Liberty. Phantom Liberty expansion. But that is a paid expansion, also only available for current-gen consoles. Yeah. So look, I... I reinstalled Cyberpunk a little this, while this ago. This may get me back in. Yeah. So I reinstalled it a little while ago. Just like, oh, maybe I'll give it, maybe it's better now. And then they announced the 2.0. I'm like, I'm going to wait. Because um, like we played it pre-launch and then at launch and it was horrid. Uh, even so much so that like the episode that we did, I was like, we can't review this. We're going to have to leave it because this game is fucked. Like we we're playing it on PS4. Mm -hmm. we we're playing the PS4 version on a PS5, and it still was disgusting. Pardon me, it was unplayable. Um, so like I'm keen to sort of give it another burl. Um, but like I'm just like, oh, cool. Like I, I think the time would have been a little while ago when I was motivated to play it, and now I have to wait again. That motivation is going to go. And I think, you know, two years, three years later, it seems like a weird time. Like, it's, the fact it's taken three years to get improved combat AI and uh, UI up improvements. The basic shit. Um, this game is fucked. Well, that's what happens once they, you know, once they, once they finished it, you know... They went back to being a skeleton crew because everyone's working on the fucking Witcher games. Yep. Ah, speaking of things CDPR that I'm not quite sure about. have and always will be as shit as every other gaming company. Just so you know. They aren't your <laughs> fucking friends. Every time, every time they're like, oh, they're such good people. You know, like, no. They were just as slimy, scummy, and full of fucking lies as every other gaming publisher and developer. <laughs> Eat a dick. Ryan, in a world... Of video game adaptation. Oh, I just read the title. No. 
Is this the one that we need? No. Stray, the indie <laughs> the indie adventure game, is getting the adaptation treatment. Annapurna Animation is currently working on turning the title into an animated feature film, retelling the story of a cat in a world inhabited by robots for a new audience. To recap, Stray, released on PlayStation 5 and PS4 back in 2022, launching day and date on PlayStation Plus. It sees you playing as a nameless domestic cat who stumbles into a mysterious walled-off city, devoid of human life and infested with an aggressive mutant bacteria. In an interview with Entertainment Weekly, Annapurna Animation's Robert Baird describes Stray as, quote, all about what makes us human and there's no humans in it, calling it a buddy comedy about a cat and a robot. He talks about the game's Hope Punk Vibe, a term coined by the game's developer, Blue 12, which the team is aiming to capture. What the fuck did I just read? <laughs> Look. Stray is fine. Was it Indie of the Year? No. It was just voted by, by a bunch of fucking games journos who love cats. That's it. Like, if you if you take away any affection towards kitty cats outside of the game, the game is fucked. That's well, not fucked. It's fine. Like, I'm way over-exaggerating there. The game is average. It's, it's fine. Like, you don't really get to be a cat. You just kind of jump around a little bit and meow at things and scratch at a car, uh, scratch at a couch. It's fine. I think it would maybe be a more uh, interesting animation game, a movie than a game. Because the premise is cool and like this end of the world dystopian sort of energy where you're like this one non-robot. In what, in what universe would you describe Stray as a fucking buddy comedy? No, that, that is wrong. Because um, it's not buddy or, or comedic. Um, it's barely entertaining. Uh, yeah, it's not very good. Hashtag writer's track. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that in the chat and then yeah no I don't look uh, no yeah but you know why they don't have to fucking write anything because it's a cat alright quick bits uh, slow clap uh, has brought ha has provided its support for Sifu to an end with its recent final update that game was sick I wasn't it good was at it it was a huge update like they added so much stuff yeah apparently I haven't checked it out but um yeah uh, Alone in the Dark uh, has been delayed from October to January to literally avoid October's fuckery. And I yeah, love so that. They, so they, they also claim that they're going to like make it better and give it more polish to January. Because yeah. obviously they're like, we just didn't want it to come out in October, so we're going to delay it for like three and a half months. Yeah, and like I did chuckle at that. I was like, that's a long time. But then again, no. the challenge that we have is like it was set in October which was going to be, it's a spooky game, spooky month, but then we also had the likes of Alan Wake 2 uh, and Spider-Man and other things. And it's just like, okay, cool. Well, Alan Wake 2 is going to eat our fucking breakfast. Spider-Man... Uh, 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 fucking Elephant Mario. Yeah, Elephant Mario is going to dominate. Uh, Spooge is going to decimate. All right, well, let's just move. But like, we can't move to November because Call of Duty will be in there. Can't put in December because really a lot of people don't buy games in December, tech allegedly, but I disagree. Uh, January it is, I guess. Can't put in February because February's always fucked apparently now. Final Fantasy is February a month. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm so like, sure. you have they have like a forty-five minute window in De in December or uh, maybe some January. Like, I'm bummed because I wanted to play it. I'm disappointed that it got pushed out. Out, I was pretty keen. Uh, having played it at PAX Oz eh, a year ago, I was really looking forward to like getting in there because I do have a big, big soft spot for Alone in the Dark, a new nightmare on PS2 uh, and PS1. Uh, so I was really looking forward to giving it another go. 
uh but yeah cool but i did love the the honesty in their statement of yeah this this time is rooted we're just gonna not be here well, I mean, Al- uh, Remedy did it, what, last week? They're like, yeah, we're going to push Alan Wake 10 days because, like, fuck Spider-Man. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Okay, so this weekend, my son and I watched all fucking Spider-Man 2 trailers that came out because um, he hadn't seen them, and I kind of did it on purpose because, obviously, we'll have to play it for review and stuff. I didn't, and I don't know that I didn't want to share it with him. It's like, well, I can't, we can't play both at the same time. And it's only on PS5. He has a PS4 at his house. I, the PS5's here. And if he realizes that it's not on PS4, he's probably going to crack the shits. Guess what he did? Crack the shits. Because one of his fucking dork friends at school was like, did you know there's a new Spider-Man game? So when he came to my house, he's like, did you know there's a new Spider-Man game? I'm like, yeah, I did. You're like, you're like no, son. I did. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I did. Um, It looks exciting. Do you want to... Can we watch the videos? But yeah so i avoided the one that has like the controller and stuff in it because i bought him the controller as a surprise and it's hiding in my cupboard i didn't want him to know about it so he'd be like oh the controller i'm like Ugh. but thankfully we dodged all that so he did only just and, and, until he goes until he until he goes to school on monday he's like i fucking threw all the trailers in there and he's made like do you see the fucking controller in the system and then he next weekend and he's like i want the fucking spider-man ps5 dad make it happen and you'll be like no son, I couldn't even get myself one. Fuck yeah, you. I did warn his mum. I'm like, look, he's gonna he, apparently his room. He wants PS5, so just saying. Um, but yeah, <laughs> all right. Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodline Two has a new dev team. <laughs> the Chinese room set to release 2024. Max, are you still holding out for this game? No, not at all. Cool. Uh, Baldur's Gate Three is now officially the highest rated PS5 game ever on Metacritic, currently sitting at a 97. Uh, with 96 going to Elden Ring and 94 going to God of War Ragnarok. Checks out. Yeah. Fucking nerd. gets great. Nerds, the lot of you. <laughs> All right, upcoming titles for this week. We have Eternites, PS5, PS4 coming September 12th. Mythforce, PS5, PS4 coming September 12th. Nor Play With Your Food, PS5, PS4, September 12th. Pixel Ripped, 1995, PS5, September 12th. The Isle Tide Hotel, PS5, PS4, September 12th. Ad, Inf- Ad Infinitium, PS5, September 14th. Uh, AK Xolotl. Axolotl. Axolotl, yeah. Uh, PS5, PS4, September 14th. Is that just like an, an AK fish? That, is that what that... Is yeah, that it's, I, think it's an, I think it's an Axolotl with guns, is what I'm assuming. Okay, cool. Uh, Super Bomberman R2, PS5, PS4, September 14th, and The Crew Motor Fest, PS5, PS4, September 14th. Yeah. I, yeah. Crew Motor Fest, like, I, I, the, the, the marketing's ramped up really hard because, like, all I hear is, if I could escape, <laughs> just Gwen Stefani every time I pull up YouTube. Uh, oh, mute in the chat goes, come on, MK1. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 1 has a staggered release date, so it's, early edition is next week but the full release is the week after i believe yeah i think the fucking second release is these second releases are not... dumb come on seriously coming out next it's like the 14th and then the 14th 18th or something 14th of september is its initial release date yeah what's the second one what the f- um, yeah I'll, I'll have to email play on i totally forgot yeah please, please do beautiful um it's next september 19th on steam which is next which is next week there you go Staggered release dates can eat bum holes. 
Alrighty. Well, thank you everyone for, t- for joining the show. As always, you know, time, as we say, time is the most precious thing you have in this, in this world and you've chosen to spend, spend it with us. Why? But thank you though. We do appreciate it nonetheless. Um, but yeah, as I mentioned, it was one, one, one month off PAX Oz. You'll see both of us running around. Um, I did reply to a tweet a couple days ago someone was like hey we need some hosts i'm like this motherfucker can host i can stand up in front of people and talk and do things i do commentary i do all these things that involve talking in front of people and uh you know might be able to see bets and doing a little bit more max no no he's, he's fucked off he's gone he's done yep oh speaking of which i may not be here next week <laughs> oh yeah baby so, to, yeah. depending on how things go yeah yeah maybe, but look if i need week. to i could solo a show i've done it i've done it before Gallup Padge. The, the most recurring guest host that never wants to guest host these days and filibustering <laughs> that's true i will be i will i will filibuster so hard <laughs> all right max uh, send him home all right everybody you know the drill this playstation conversation happens every monday morning at 8am on podcast services including apple Podcasts and spotify and 9am on those youtubes but if you want to take part in future conversations with us come check out our socials facebook discord instagram twitter x whatever the fuck you're calling it this week Come check out those. All those links are in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash popcultures. We can watch us record this show live. We can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this position pod. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you watch us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. And if you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash popcultures, as well as our merchandise store, popcultures.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it but until next week it'll be i'll just by me apparently i'm ryan benson max cooper and that was for the players and preemptive congratulations to the birth of your of your son and if people can have the capacity to go play starfield yeah go play starfield (laughs) congratulations max on pumping out babies go play Starfield. no no i didn't pump out anything well i did initially oh (laughs) oh oh. (laughs)